Lots of new things to prepare for for 2024. Today on the College Investor Audio Show, we talk about what's new for financial aid in 2024. But before we get to it, real quick, just go ahead and hit subscribe. That way you can always get the updates. We update this podcast all the time. Tons in the archives, too, that you can check out. And if you ever stumble across anything you want, you're like, I want to dive in a little deeper on that. Always check out thecollegeinvestor.com or follow us all over social media. We'd love to get to know you. You can ask your questions and we can just kind of help you navigate things as well. Again, just search for The College Investor and you'll find us. All right, let's get to it. So there are several new financial aid programs that go into effect in 2024. These include rolling over leftover money from 529 plans into a Roth IRA, very cool, and employer matching of student loan payments with contributions to retirement plans. That's also cool. Though These provisions were included in the Secure 2.0 Act as part of the Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2023. Some aspects of the Save Repayment Plan go live on July 1, 2024, saving borrowers money, 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 money. All right, now let's take a look at plan, or 529 plan, rather, rollovers. In 2024, the account owner of a 529 plan or prepaid tuition plan can roll over up to 35 grand from a 529 to a Roth IRA. That's huge. And this lets families save for both college and retirement using one investment vehicle. Although 529 plan rollovers are subject to the following requirements. The first one, the beneficiary of the 529 must be the account owner of the Roth IRA. Of course, you can change the beneficiary of the 529 to a relative of the old beneficiary if you want to before executing the rollover. There's a $35,000 aggregate lifetime limit per beneficiary, regardless of the number of 529 plans. The annual contribution limits for a Roth IRA do still apply. These limits, by the way, are $7,000 per year, $8,000 if the Roth IRA account older out, owner rather is age 50 or older in 2024. This means that it's going to take several years to fully roll over that lifetime limit. Just keep that in mind. The income limits on Roth IRA contributions do not apply to this. The 529 must have existed for at least 15 years. Changing the beneficiary may restart the 15-year clock. The funds to be transferred must have been in the 529 for at least five years. The transfer to the Roth IRA will have earnings and contributions in proportion to the earnings and contributions in the 529 plan. If you wanted to use leftover 529 plan money to repay student loan debt and have already reached the $10,000 limit on a qualified distribution to pay down student loan debt, the rollover to a Roth IRA might present a solution for paying down more debt. After the Roth IRA rollover is complete, you can actually use a tax-free return of contributions from the Roth for any purpose, including paying down student loan debt. The IRS has not yet clarified whether the five-year rule applies to just the principal or also the earnings, but from a practical perspective, it's probably just the principal since it would be difficult to determine the earnings that have occurred in the last five years. Let's move on to retirement plan matching of student loan payments. This is very exciting. This year, employers can count student loan payments as though they were a retirement plan contribution. No joke when making a matching retirement plan contribution. 
So employers can match student loan payments with contributions to 401k plans, 403b plans, 4557b government plans, and simple IRA plans. The new tax code provision is modeled after the Freedom to Save plan from Abbott Laboratories, which was approved by an IRS private letter ruling. Abbott pioneered matching student loan payments as contributions to retirement plans in 2018. Abbott's plan contributes 5% of the employee's salary into a 401k if they're putting at least 2% of their salary towards student loan payments. With the restart of repayment on September 1st, 2023, borrowers are kind of worried about repaying their student loans, so more companies are looking to offer some kind of student loan payment benefit. It's very exciting. Abbott says that their plan had a big impact on the number of employees who are saving for retirement. You think? Diego Martinez, Divisional Vice President, Benefits and Wellness of Abbott, said this. And I quote, Freedom to save has played a critical role in employee recruitment and retention. Prospective employees see the program as an alluring workplace benefit, and current employees say it makes them feel like that we care about them as people, not just workers. End quote. So according to an Abbott survey, more than half of survey respondents, 54%, said that a student loan repayment benefit would have a significant impact on their decision in ch if choosing between multiple job offers. So all the rules relating to regular matching contributions also apply to the matching contributions based on student loan payments. The program cannot discriminate in favor of highly compensated employees, and the matching contributions count toward annual limits. There are several important advantages of these matching contribution plans, too. They do not interfere with the student loan interest deduction, so employees can still exclude up to $2,500 a year in interest on qualified education loans from their income. And employees are not required to make contributions on their own to their retirement plans. Wow! All right, so the new plans are easier for companies to set up due to the simplified reporting, and employers can rely on employee certification that they have made the student loan payments. All right, the next development we will talk about is the SAVE repayment plan. The new SAVE student loan repayment plan, which is an updated version of the REPAY plan, goes into full effect on July 1st, 2024. Here are the key changes. The monthly payments on undergraduate loans will be cut in half from 10% to 5% of discretionary income. That helps. Forgiveness will occur sooner for borrowers who started off with less debt. So if you started off with like 12K or less in federal student loan debt, you'll have the balance forgiven after 10 years instead of 20 or 25 years. Each additional $1,000 in federal student loan debt does add a year until the remaining debt is forgiven. Consolidation will no longer reset the clock on forgiveness. Wow! Borrowers will receive credit for payments made prior to the consolidation. Borrowers will receive forgiveness credit for certain deferments and forbearances, too, counting them the same as loan payments. This includes the military service deferment, unemployment deferment, cancer treatment deferment, administrative forbearances, and national service forbearances. Previously, only the economic hardship deferment counted toward forgiveness. And some other developments for 2024. Employer Student Loan Repayment Assistance Programs, or LRAPs, LRAPs, if you will, have resumed operation. During the pandemic, most federal student loan borrowers benefited from the payment pause and interest waiver. 
leaving employer LRAPs with no student loan payments to match. Now that repayment has restarted, these are once again going to be matching student loan payments, providing borrowers with just an extra 100 to 200 bucks a month to pay down their debt. The Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act, CARES Act, made employer LRAPs tax-free through the end of 2025. The IDR account adjustment consolidation deadline has been extended, too. Borrowers with loans in the FFEL program have to consolidate them by April 30, 2024 to qualify for the one-time adjustment. And the 12-month on-ramp and Fresh Start initiative will expire on September 30, 2024. So the on-ramp just provides borrowers who miss federal student loan payments with a retroactive forbearance. Interest continues to accrue, but delinquencies will not be reported to credit bureaus. The Fresh Start initiative helps defaulted borrowers get out of default, removing the default from their credit histories, and then returning them to a current status. And that is our show for today on all of the new stuff happening for financial aid. If you want to dive a little bit deeper, we touched on a lot of stuff today. That was like a fire hose of information for 2024. You can find this article at thecollegeinvestor.com. Just type in what's new for financial aid 2024. You'll find it. You can also follow us. We're all over social media. The College Investor is how you find us. You can ask us all kinds of questions, and we'd love to help you out along the way. Thanks again for stopping by today, and we'll talk to you again real soon.